Hey y'all, you're listening to Damsels in Detroit, the podcast all about women from the city that are killing it in their industries. I'm your host, Evan Webb. Each week, I invite a damsel to come on and talk with me about their life, careers, and why Detroit girls do it better. Hello, we are back. And it's episode 19, I remember this time. And I'm sitting here with a girl with the most laid hair ever. (laughs) (laughs) At all times. (laughs) (laughs) Lauren. So everybody knows her as Lo, connect with Lo. And we're going to just talk about pretty much everything that she does and just how detailed she is and all of this work that she gets done. Because as we know, she gets shit done. (laughs) A tagline, me. A tagline. So I'm going to read a little bit about her before we start. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So Lauren Lowe McGuire is the go-to girl to make it happen. Whether you're launching a new product, album, or even need assistance with the execution of an event, Lauren is the woman for the job. Lauren has produced photo shoots with $20,000 budgets, managed employees, ran around NYC for client press conferences, and has even taken the dog to the groomer. No job is too big or too small for her. If you need help bringing your vision vision to fruition, Lauren should be the one that you call. Hey, girl. That's me. That's you. Hey. (laughs) So let's just hop right on in. So my first question for you is, I just want to know how you decided to get into personal assisting and event planning, because those are not easy things to do. I don't... It's hard. I don't know. Like, it just... It just happened over time. Um, I went to a performing arts school, mm-hmm. and so I was kind of always in the realm of events. Um, I played two instruments in my high school. Okay, what'd you play? I played the cello and the violin. Okay. So by nature, we always had an event, like, every couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And so it got to a point where I was helping the uh, performance, the head of performance events, blah, 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 do what she needed to get done. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I guess inadvertently, I kind of became her assistant. Okay. So outside of me doing stuff in school for her, she hired me to help her outside of school um, with this uh, class that she taught at Wayne State called Wayne State School of Music. She would teach kids mm-hmm. how to play the violin. And so I became like her assistant. Mm-hmm. I would help tune the little kids' violins. Oh. I would play the piano so they would like know what the sounds sound like. Mm-hmm. And then I guess like that role of assisting just followed me. And so in college, I was somebody's assistant. Every year, except for my freshman year, I was an assistant to a hall director at a okay. dorm. So I was just making sure that they, you know, their calendar was up to par. They was on it with their emails. When they had events, I had to help with those events. So, like, it just kind of always went hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Because, honestly, when you event planning, that's all you're doing is assisting somebody else right. with the event. Right. So, but it's just a, a more cool name. Yeah. In terms. So, I just always have been doing it mm-hmm. since high school. Wow. <laughs> but that's cool, though, because obviously you can see how you've, like, elevated and now you've started your own brand and stuff. So, okay, planted that seed early. So you've worked with companies like I Wear Glam, APX Management, and the B Agency. So what did your experiences at those companies teach you and how did they inspire you to launch your own brand? Hmm. Very good question. Um, working at I Wear Glam definitely taught me um, – a lot about handling a bit business in general. Okay. I kind of came in at first just being the assistant to the owner. Mm-hmm. And um, it kind of went from me assisting her and her needs to basically managing the business. Mm-hmm. And um, seeing how inventory works, 
seeing how it is to manage your staff, how to keep the lights on at your business, how to, we even, um, I've been worked on campaigns with the owners. So just basically all steps in making sure an event is ran effectively. Mm-hmm. Um, with APA's management, it's, I'm still there now. I'm just, right. we just kind of are all in this realm of doing our own thing yeah. as far as entrepreneurship goes. But in general, we're a collective of people who work to um, manage artists and mm-hmm. make sure that they have a solid team behind them to okay. produce really good results. Um, right now, we have mm-hmm. Lana LaDonna, Super Kane, mm-hmm. um, Bun Lee, Early Mac, and a few other people that are around that we just kind of help make sure that, okay, where's your project? What's going on with this? What event are we going to do now? Mm-hmm. So just keep keep things rolling at a, a good speed mm-hmm. and B has the B agency teaches me everything in regards to your brand um how you manage yourself your image things like that so like each job that I've had has kind of worked together to help me produce this yeah I guess this vibe or or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it that I have going on right now because it's like a puzzle that has helped me produce all aspects of my personal business and my business mm-hmm. in general. So you started your brand officially in what year? Which one? Twerking Tequila or the Connect Love, Love brand? Yes. All kind of happened around the same time. I want to say Connect With Love came before mm-hmm. Twerking. Yeah, they came in the same year. Yeah. Um, but Connect With Love came a little sooner. So 2018, early 2018, last year. Um, cause I was like, okay, I don't know what I want to do. I know right. that I know how to help people. Yeah. I know I do events and <clears throat> I don't know what to call that thing. So for a second, it was LM Luxury Staffing. I was right. a staffing agency who employed personal assistants. You had assist- your cute little embroidered shirts. Personal assistant, but <laughs> all I was doing was events. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, this doesn't make sense. Okay. So we just going to roll back to the girl who'd be at events. <laughs> okay. And so that was the thing. And then I was like... Um, I want to try this event out called Twerking Tequila, mm-hmm. and that was around April, oh no, March, March of 2018. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want to try this event out called Twerking Tequila. I don't know anything about it, doing yeah. events, like my own events, but let's just, you Couldn't know, tell, let's, let's try. I, I, don't, I just had really good beginner's luck, mm-hmm. and I don't know, it just worked out for me. So if y'all don't know... Lauren is the woman in the brains behind Twerking Tequila. And I have questions about that. We're not going to get there yet. Uh-oh. But we're going to get there okay. a little bit later. But um, one of the things is that sometimes I think when people think about personal assisting, they think of the Devil Wears Prada. Mm-hmm. Somebody throwing their coat at you and just like, my coffee, where is it? Or just like. And I've never had to deal with any yeah. of that energy. Mm-hmm. So I just want to know kind of like what actually goes on in your day-to-day when you're personal assisting someone? Um, a lot of times it's me working from home, mm-hmm. um, looking at a calendar, looking at an email, researching this, um, suggesting this to kind of help grow your business, things of that nature. And then it might be a few of, I want to do this, how can we make this work? And I'm the executor for that vision. So I know how to take things from idea to implementation. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's pretty much what assistants do in summer, especially if you're like a, what you call executive assistant, you pretty much are, you're that person. You're, right. So if if I am the executive assistant to... Kamora Lee Simmons, basically, I'm Kamora Lee Simmons. Mm-hmm. Kamora Lee Simmons is the image, but I'm the work. True. So, 
I'm making sure that I'm contacting vendors sometimes. I'm handling inventory. I'm handling calendars. I'm handling staff. Like, Mm -hmm. it's a really, really big role. Um, It's just different names. People call it whatever they want to call it. But I've never had nobody throw me 50 pairs of shoes and say, go do this. But sometimes I've had have tedious tasks where I'm looking at 800 pieces of paper and labeling each 800 of those pieces of paper by hand. I've had tasks like that. But... It don't scare me. I know how to pace myself, and I know how to get it done. But it's I don't know. I enjoy I've always enjoyed helping people, mm-hmm. and I say that it's my duty in life to just serve people, and that's just a job that has always came to me naturally without, you know, much headache. Yeah. I know how to, when people worry about getting something done, it's like, oh, this takes five seconds. Mm-hmm. What are you stressing about? Yeah. It's always just been easy for me, and I have no problem doing the dirty work. Yeah. Ever. Which is great because... That's important because sometimes like when you are such a big, I don't know, if you just have so much going on, like you're not going to remember to do every single little thing. There's so many things that are going to fall through the cracks. So to have somebody like you just there to support and just be like, I got this, like Mm -hmm. it's not going to be that big of a deal. It's whatever. That's super helpful. But is your memory just crazy? Do you remember every little thing? Or do you need to write stuff down? For the most part, I do remember a lot. Okay. Um, But as I've gotten, I guess, more... More involved in my own work, it has become like, okay, hold on. Like today, mm-hmm. why I read that email wrong? <laughs> 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 why did I see a date and think 11 a.m.? Like, you should have been a little bit more thorough mm-hmm. and read it a little bit more harder. But for the most part, I don't write down too much. Okay. Um, I do when I feel like the workload is heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, I'm just. You don't even put stuff in your Top phone. of the dome. Man. I do sometimes, but okay. I ha- I think, I, in my opinion, I have a pretty impeccable memory. Okay. And it hasn't failed me too much. Oh, Chile. I'm, I'm like, if I, if I didn't write it down, it's not happening. And I, I don't know. I like, I mean, you would think that I would use my phone calendar because I'm always on my phone. Mm-hmm. But it's just something about opening a planner, writing it down, yep. and crossing something out is, like, very. It feels good. Yeah. Yeah. It's very fulfilling to me. So, and then I had another question. If somebody else wanted to get into, like, assisting or administrative stuff, but they didn't know where to start, or what kind of tips would you give them? Just go. Just do it. It's really not a hard. So they want to get into, like, the business of. Mm-hmm. Or, like, what are some things that they just need to keep in mind when dealing with clients, like calendars and you personal stuff? You just have stuff? to know how to manage. At the end of the day, you're nothing but a manager. So mm-hmm. if you don't have the skill set to remember things, to write things down, to always be, like, on top of dates and emails and communication, this might not be the job for you. Because right. it's heavy logistical. Mm-hmm. So if you're not into plans and details and following directions, this ain't. Mm-hmm. This ain't it, cause that's all it really is. And then if you want to like get into, I guess, um, getting with the right client, just reach out. For the most part, most of the clients that I've had, I've reached out to. Um, Brittany was like the first person that reached out to me mm-hmm. in terms of like my services. Okay. But I was reaching out to people like, you need an assistant? Right. I do this. Freelance. Mm-hmm. What's good? And they're like, I'm, come on, girl. I'm really good at it. Yeah. I promise. It's <laughs> your money's worth. So, um, yeah, just reach out to people and stand behind what you do. If you make a mistake, own up to your mistake. Yeah. Because it's, you're human. It's okay. Like, mm-hmm. nobody's going to beat you up. And if somebody beats you up, then that ain't the client for exactly. you. Exactly. Because I'm not going to lose my sanity over your business. Right. So, 
just do all the yes, next that weeks. is a good point mistakes happen i always like feel so sad when people like make one little thing wrong and they're just like because i've experienced that yeah. in like some retail settings that i worked in people just oh my god i forgot to give this person like a nickel it's okay the register is going to be over five cents right like, it's okay. Relax. It's and if they come, and it will be people that come back for their five cents. Right. And you just apologize mm-hmm. and you give them their five cents. Right. I'm not coming back to the store for five cents. No. But maybe for a quarter. Okay. Yes. <laughs> a quarter we, and a, a dollar. We need oh. quarters. You know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm in there banging on the door after the store closed. <laughs> Excuse me. But there are people who come into the store that want their two pennies. And yeah. they have their right mm-hmm. to their two pennies. Right. You say sorry and you keep it moving. Mm-hmm. But if you do everything perfect the first time too, you have nothing to learn from. That's mm-hmm. how I feel. You have like you have nothing to look back on and be like, dang, I could have done that better because you did everything right the first time. Yep. So, oh. yeah. Oh, your live ended. No, my I got a time limit on Instagram. Oh wow, so responsible. I tried that and I did it by eleven o'clock in the morning. It was like oh. you have twenty minutes left, and I'm like, actually, <laughs> leave me alone. I don't even know how to turn it back on let's see what my next one was for you okay so event management it pretty much encompasses everything from top to bottom so from finding the venue to getting the invites together getting a guest list together so what would you say is the most challenging part about planning an event or managing an event it's not hard no no not even finding a venue I mean, if it's booked on a certain date, like, mm-hmm. yeah, but, well, in Detroit, it's kind of hard finding a venue because we only have so many. Right. And if there are more, but they cost $10,000. Yeah. And it's like, I don't work with the kind of people who have 10000 just for mm-hmm. a, an event space. Right. Um, And that is like an issue in Detroit. It's like, why? These are Detroiters, people who have been here all their life. Mm-hmm. We're not making money like that to be right. affording 10000 just to pay rent on an event for yeah. eight hours. Like, right. It doesn't make sense. Come on, bro. Mm-hmm. This this ain't that. But yeah. they are used to the clients who can pay for things like that. Mm-hmm. Good for them. But, I mean, that's really the only issue is, like, there is a lack of venue spaces in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Um Every day, I'm seeing more people work to, you know, get their own spaces. And it's my goal as well one day to have my own space because, especially in our community, we don't have access to enough. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of these places don't want to have black people for whatever reason. They don't want to have black people on the weekend. They Mm -hmm. don't want to have young people. It's like, we don't want who come in there and spend money. Right, so you should want me also... The black dollar is strong. That, but also, this is Detroit, and this is the blackest city. And we in don't have access to venues. Yeah. We don't have access to to have fun. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Most of the club things that happen in Detroit happen an hour away. You know, yeah. on a Saturday, and that's unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Like I'm here for it. Like if you having a good time, I don't know if I do your thing. But yeah. But for me to get drunk out in Novi and then have to then drive back home, it's unsafe. Twenty thirty minutes is very unsafe. Yeah, you can get a room out there, but who wants to? Buy a booth, like buy the, bottles, <laughs> right? Get cute, then have to pay two hundred dollars for yeah one night. And the thing about that too is like, so you think in Novi, it's like oh, it's far, but it's not that far, you know. And so forty minutes, like far. you said, well, yes, okay, I'm thinking. So when I lived with my parents, I was like twenty minutes away because oh. Rosedale, but like now it takes me like 35, 40 minutes to get there. But in your mind, you're like, okay, that's not 
horrible. But when you think about, okay, I'm going to go out and I'm going to get dressed, get drunk, whatever. And then I'm going to spend however much on a hotel room to be 40 minutes away from my house. It's like it it does not make sense. Any way you twist it, it doesn't. So just to be able to like go somewhere 15 minutes away or 10 minutes away or walking distance would be so much more fun. Heck yeah. So much more convenient. Like, so yeah, but I agree. Yeah, most of the venues in Greektown specifically yeah. will not allow urban nights mm-hmm. on a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. And that it's un- so unacceptable yeah. for a city that is majority black. Mm-hmm. So that's the one bump in a row when it comes, at least for me. Like, Mm -hmm. I have no problem managing. I don't have a problem getting guests to come for the most part, Mm -hmm. especially if if I'm a contractor. My job is not to get people to come. It's to make sure your event runs flawlessly. Exactly. But... It's just it's just a space mm-hmm. that we don't many places we don't have access to or they like want us to pay more in insurance mm-hmm. for the day because we black. Right. And they think something's um, about to pop off. You got places like St. Andrews and uh, what's the other one? Fillmore who will charge more if it's an urban night. That is oh, <laughs> like what? Call the police. <laughs> I mean, they just do because, I mean, yeah, we have a history of, you know, things happening. But yeah, I mean. We're not the only people. Exactly, I was about know, to say. We're not the only people that cause ruckus. Yeah. And that's one thing we deal with. Okay. So when you, is it possible for you to be like, I'm going to sue you? <laughs> I don't, it, it might be some kind of way, but I'm not sure. Who is a lawyer? Tap in lawyer base. <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> we need they, to know. they definitely do charge black people more. Um, some venues, not all venues, yeah. but they definitely charge people of color a little bit more to reserve on days. I wonder if they do that for concerts too. They do. That's when I think the chances are a little higher. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thank you for shining some light on that because I really did not even didn't know. Y'all. Um, okay, so let's talk about twerk and tequila. The baby. The baby. That is not really a baby. Any- well, it's like it's toddler a age. It's still a baby Okay, to me. okay. So just talk more about how you came up with the idea for the party. And let's talk about the first one that you threw and kind of like what was going through your mind and how you felt when you saw all those people there and just having a good time. Well, the name had been stuck in. I was trying to do it in 2017. It was I still had a job at the time, and I was ready to quit. Mm-hmm. And I had $1,200, and mm-hmm. I was like, I'm about to reserve a venue. To It was just a name that just had, for mm-hmm. so long, had been stuck in my head. Like, I had all my friends love to dance. Yeah. Um, but didn't really have too many places and spaces to kind of just, you know, enjoy themselves. And so I was like, well, what if I throw something called twerking tequila? Like, women like to twerk, and most of us aren't dark drinkers. Right. Um, and a lot of events that were happening in Detroit around the time were, like, cognac focused, mm-hmm. whiskey focused. And I was like, well, women don't really care for that. Yeah. You know, we like we like our nejos, and we do like our uh, tequila, I mean, our vodkas, and mm-hmm. sometimes we do, do indulge in whiskey, because sometimes yeah. I like whiskey. But for the most part, you know, Tequila, they studies show that tequila is good for your bones. <laughs> it's um, very light in sugar, mm-hmm. so it's just something that you know that we can enjoy a little bit better than yeah. men. It also makes me cry. What tequila makes? Yes, really? It does. It does. <laughs> so <laughs> I just 
Just don't. What? <laughs> it makes you cry. It makes me cry. All right. Yes. Mm, so like if you ever just, you know, want to have like an emotional, you know, <laughs> session with, with me. It's just bring like, tequila, y'all. Bring some tequila. Wow. <laughs> All right. Good yes. to know. But yeah, it, had been, it had been stuck in, in my head, the name and this, the concept in general. <laughs> I called the venue. I was like, I'm reserved this day. Is it open? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, okay. Um, and I had, you know, I had my partners at APX. And I was mm-hmm. like, I work with APX. And they was like, well, this, will, will this be an APX event? And I was like, no, this will be my, you know, my own thing. But they're family. So it's, right. still, it's still a family affair, basically. Mm-hmm. And they didn't call me back. Oh. I was like, I got the money, you know. Right. I, I would like to reserve this day. Nothing. I was like, oh, interesting. Okay. And then mm-hmm. a year later, I was working with um, Jerk and Jalof, mm-hmm. and they had access to the venue, and I had told them that I wanted to do this. You know, can y'all help me? Because y'all have access to venues. Right. And they put in the email, and they put us all in the email. That next email was like, this is a go. You had today. Great. I was like, wow, it was that easy. Yeah. Why, why as a single woman trying to call the first time, a yeah. hard thing to do. And then when I have a man vouch for me. Mm-hmm. It's that, like, oh, great. This is cool. Absolutely. And I had no events under my belt. Mm-hmm. But you gave me the okay after a man after a man introduced me. Yeah. And I still face that to this day with other venues that I try to get access to. I have to go through a man who already has their, like, route in, okay. in events to get other spaces. Like, I had to go through a man to get 350 Terrace and Annex. The thing is, would I ever trust a man to throw an event? My answer would be no. <laughs> they are just... I don't know. And not all. Them. Not all. Right. right. Not all. But I just feel like when it comes to like paying attention to details and a little small stuff. That's not their thing. That's not your thing. And God bless men because they are <laughs> incredible. Yes. And they make you feel safe. Y'all are good at other but things. But detail oriented things like events. No. Mm-mm. Especially no. when you were doing an intricate event. Mm-hmm. Like me. Right. Okay. <laughs> So, yeah, but, um, so I got the okay to do the event, and I was like, whoa, and it was like, yeah, can you do the whole day? And I was like, yeah. And so I'm like, <laughs> on the back end, asking my friend, like, okay, how much money do they want from me? And they was like, you got the venue for free. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Yeah. Okay. That's crazy. And then I also get, you, I could get X amount from the bar, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. I'm like, oh, okay, this is cool. And I was like, okay, well, let me just, you know, get me, a, I had my homeboy, John, do the flyer. Mm-hmm. I had looked on Pinterest for, like, concepts for the flyer, and I drew out something. Okay. It, it was a Patron bottle with flowers coming <laughs> out of it. And then, like, on the label was the uh, the details for mm-hmm. the event. And then he turned that idea into something totally different. Okay. I was like, ooh, yeah. this is cool. <laughs> and um, I want to say, like, maybe a week after I had that flyer, I put it out, and I was nervous as hell. And I got, like crazy response from it like oh you're doing a party on Cinco de Mayo that's my favorite holiday mm-hmm. yeah I'm ready I'm like okay mm-hmm. and I had like the first one had a whole bunch of free tickets and then yeah. the rest of the tickets were five dollars right <laughs> that was a good time five dollars <laughs> and I was like I mean people gonna get these free tickets but are they gonna use these free tickets yeah and then I was like okay um I'm gonna sell these I think I sold like maybe I made like a thousand dollars maybe like it was like eleven hundred, twelve hundred dollars pre sale. Mm-hmm. 
off of those five dollar tickets. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, you know, I made some money. Yay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then I don't know. That day came, and I didn't think nobody was gonna be there because it started at eleven a.m. or yeah. twelve or something like that. I feel like it was twelve. It might have been eleven because this year it started at twelve. Yeah, okay. it started at twelve this year, eleven mm-hmm. last year, and so it was eleven a.m. And I had everything rolling, and uh, the the guy was like talking to the bartenders, like, "You are you ready for me to open the doors?" And I was like, "Y'all can take your time. Ain't nobody coming." <laughs> you know, he like, "You got a line outside." And I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> well, so I was like, "Okay." I'm like, "Okay, people here for that little first hour free mm-hmm. tequila. Okay, yeah. cool." And then it just got became chaos mm-hmm. from there, and I'm like. Whoa, this is a thing. People are like begging me to pay a whole lot of money to get yes. into an event that's already filled to capacity. Yeah. Then the security guards had to run to the alley because people had started breaking the gate to get in. Chile. I'm like, for a party that no, I not. And it was this one man who was from the radio station, like, yeah, I've been talking to the owner. I'm on the guest list. I was like, I don't know I you. Don't know you. <laughs> You're talking to the owner right a now. Scammer. Like I was like, you can get in. I really don't care. It was a five dollar event, so go ahead. Right, but yes. oh my who goodness. are you? You might put this on the radio. You didn't advertise it on the radio, for right? Me. Oh my goodness, people. Yes. So after that first one, I was just like, wow, this is something, and I made a lot of money, and mm-hmm. I was like, okay, yeah, I could do this in one day. When I was on my way out, people were like, oh, the tickets are forty dollars, and I was like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, well, I paid five, yep. <laughs> but y'all have fun, yep. and people were paying $40 pay to get in. Even 100 like, wow. I was like, people really pay this much mm-hmm. to, like, party? Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm in business. Yep. So after that first day, I went and made an Instagram account. <laughs> I made an LLC. Yeah. And then, like, I think after my second or third event, I went and trademarked it. And okay. I was like, all right, mm-hmm. we in business. And I just saw so much more. I was like, this was something that was really, really fun that the masses need. Like, all over, everywhere you go, um, it's like a decent time. But, like, ain't nobody dancing. Mm-hmm. At my party, you dance. And half of the time, it don't be a whole bunch of stuff on social media because people have their phone down. They got their phone down. They're talking to other people, and they enjoying themselves. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay... I need to try to spread spread the word. Yeah. So this year we've done two Detroit, New Orleans, and I announced Chicago like uh, early last week. Mm-hmm. And that's- so, how does that feel to be traveling and taking it to other cities? And how how was New Orleans? Because that was during Essence Fest. Yep, it was. Um, it's I it's. I'm thankful to be able to do that, but it's also still scary in the same sense. Mm-hmm. Like Detroit knows twerking tequila, right? Like. If I drop a turkey tequila tomorrow, everybody like, I'm taking off work. Yep. I'll be there. What's good? Mm-hmm. You know, but everywhere. So it's, it's just like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Like, all right. Mm-hmm. This is okay. Like, the flyers are cute. The page looks cute. I guess I'm going to follow it. Yeah. But it's like, you don't know what to expect unless you like know somebody from Detroit that's like, yeah, y'all need to go to turkey tequila. It's fun. Mm-hmm. And I've had people do that for me, which I'm thankful, but I'm still scared. When I up, when I up New Orleans, I was like, ain't nobody going to come. Mm-hmm. I'm scared. Uh, no. And I started to have sales, but the one thing that happened in New Orleans that kind of like made me learn a little bit more about doing events in general is to just always have a backup plan on events because yeah. I ended up having week of to go down there early to get another venue. Okay. During Essence Festival, 
when everything Girl. is booked uh, yeah. for twenty thousand dollars mm-hmm. and which we we don't have twenty thousand right. dollars budgets yet. yet. <laughs> so um all my marketing material had been printed out with the original Dang. venue. I, that flyer was all up and down Bourbon Street. Okay. And then a week of I got a switch to a venue that's fifteen minutes away mm-hmm. without traffic. Okay. During which Essence, is not a thing. During Essence Festival <laughs> weekend to you know, potentially having people come. I, I put up flyers at the old venue, like we moved, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And it was like foot traffic. Oh, it was foot traffic. It was foot traffic there. Um, but they they didn't want to make that hike Okay. to the the next. Yeah. Because it was 30 minutes away mm-hmm. with traffic, if not longer. Right. Um, but I had a good amount of people. I had women there from 21 to 53. Hey. That were there twerking their butts off. <laughs> I believe it. The aunties show out every time, they, especially at Essence Fest. Yeah, they girl. were there. And I was like, oh. That is their time. That is like. Okay, aunties. Yeah, okay. I went in 2017 and I was sitting, I called it the auntie section because me and my best friend went to go see Mary J. Blige. And I was just looking around. Oh and I was like, we are the youngest people over and here. And that's what I learned. Like, <laughs> this is an auntie function yes. and not a, no, not I, a millennial yeah. area to really be in mm-hmm. during this time. But the aunties have fun. They right. came. They got laid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Love it. And she means uh, laid with the flowers. Yes, laid. But they also... You never know what happens on Bird Street. <laughs> right. <laughs> they might have got they, 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 It might have been a few different <laughs> So you market twerking tequila as a women's empowerment event, which I love. Yes. Um, and so just talk to me about why you decided it's, decided to go that route or market it in that way. Like, of course, men can come too. Yeah. But it's really about us and just us having fun and being free. So... Because I think that term went, like, a lot of people with the term women empowerment, they kind of do a lot. It's like you got to come and hold hands yeah. and cry and tell your story mm-hmm. and dress up. And it's like, that's one route. But another route is just women being themselves and mm-hmm. not, we don't have to talk about what we got going on. Mm-hmm. We just want to have a, a moment of self-care is enjoying yourself. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, this is really what this is. Like, I got women coming who normally when you go to the club, you got to wear a tight dress mm-hmm. and heels and be uncomfortable. Yeah. Just come be yourself mm-hmm. and and do you. Yeah. And that's I really think that's the true essence of self-empowerment and women empowerment. Like, mm-hmm. just have a good time just and celebrate fun. freely. That's one of my, that's in my mission mm-hmm. for women to celebrate freely. And yes. And that's really what it was. And it was like, okay, you can come there. You can choose on a man if right. you're fine. Or you could just mind your business. Mm-hmm. And drink and, some tequila. Yeah. And maybe cry. And that was it. <laughs> that's really, that was really just, it's just my take on mm-hmm. a women empowerment event. I like that you look at it like that. Because that is true. Because when you do see things like, oh, women's empowerment, it is very like, Let's hold Power hands and, and yeah, and like panel discussions and and no shade to panel discussions because no. I will be on one next week. Period. <laughs> um, but like it's just very, I'll say just high tea in yeah. a way. You know and what I mean? It's just like that's okay sometimes. Yeah. But let's 
let's let's have some fun yeah. and get our hair sweaty mm-hmm. and wear clothes that we don't mind sweating in because right. you will sweat at twerking tequila yeah. each event where whether we got air or not mm-hmm. like you're gonna sweat yeah and i think that too sometimes with like networking events like the ones we were just talking about people get very intimidated or mm-hmm. very self-conscious and they're just like oh well i don't have enough going on or I feel like I don't have a matching blazer to go with my pants. And like, I feel them because that's how it is for me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care about how I dress. Boom. I got on. <laughs> no, you have the athleisure down to a yeah, tee. But you always look cute. Thanks. So that's why I'm just like, I <laughs> I look at you and I'm just like, I want to be that comfortable. Really? Yes. Yeah, that's all. I, I do not care to wear the heels. Mm-hmm. I don't mind wearing makeup. I actually like taking an hour and a half to yeah. put on some lashes and some eyebrows mm-hmm. and I've gotten really good over the years. Your makeup was popping It's yesterday. fun. Thank you. <laughs> it took a long time to get to that, to that <laughs> route, okay? But I just I just want to be comfortable. Yeah. And I think that when you look at like those a lot of women empowerment events it's just I mean, it's kind of I'm kind of staying offish from them because you got all these people who are Yeah. and I got to go up and be maybe afraid to talk to you and it's just it's different routes Mm -hmm. and that was just my route yeah I was just thinking about how the other day I went to a networking event I think it was last year and I went up and I like introduced myself to this lady and she was looking at me just like why are you talking to me so I was just like I have never experienced anything like that because normally when people come up to me I'm like hey like what's up trying Mm -hmm. to be nice and like warm but like Literally, I was just like, hi, my name is Evan. And she was like, oh, okay, I'm whatever. I'm like, yeah, I work for blah, blah, blah. That's what I do. And she's like, oh, okay. I'm like, oh. And that was just <laughs> it. Like, all right. Because for some of these panel discussions, those women are just paid to be there mm-hmm. for, for the person who's over it. So, you know, make their money. Yeah. Get, you know? And it's just like, I think that's, mm-hmm. a lot of people are trying to do that. And it's just like, there are other ways. Yeah, there are. Women. And like dancing probably makes you just feel more comfortable. And like, I'm okay with, you know, maybe talking to you after the event is over mm-hmm. or whatever. Because we dance yeah. together. So, whatever. It's fun. And then, I got women coming who are executive level, mm-hmm. who are grown, who just want to shake they butt. Right. Like, mm-hmm. so same. you can see the same type of women yeah. up in twerking tequila. Okay. Multifaceted. Period. Life is all about balance. <laughs> <laughs> So what is going through your mind the day of an event? So let's say twerking tequila is tomorrow. You wake up in the morning. What's going on? Usually it's a breeze, but the last one was like a headache. Mm-hmm. So usually I always have I always have weather scares because for the most part there, I use outdoor venues right. or spaces that are outdoor. Mm-hmm. Um, so usually the first thing I do when I wake up for an event like twerking tequila is shake the weather. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, we good. Maybe. Yeah. Um, and outside of that, it's just making sure that everything is everything, making sure I'm contacting everybody who's involved with, like, the the uh, setup prep and things of that nature mm-hmm. and making sure they're on time. I really yeah. value people who are on time and that I do not have to baby. Because that's really all events are is you babysitting a vendor. Mm-hmm. Like, are you going to be here at this time? Yeah. You're paid. Mm-hmm. Are you, you know, you're going to. So it's just making, yeah, it's just making sure that everything is everything in regards to the setup process mm-hmm. and then once we live it's like oh i can coast from there sometimes i have an event manager mm-hmm. that day who will just do everything for me and sometimes i just do it myself it depends on how i'm mm-hmm. trying to save money or what. yeah um but it's just about making sure that everything is flawless for a door open 
Okay. Because I value opening on time. Yeah. I do not like people coming in and seeing setup happen. Yeah. Those are my personal pet peeves. Yeah. So I'm just always making sure that from you having a good experience from the moment you get out your car mm-hmm. to the moment you leave to go back to your car. Do you have someone with you to make sure you're like eating and drinking water throughout the Usually day? Usually my friends do it for me. Okay. Like, Lauren, did you eat? Because I normally don't eat on event day or mm-hmm. day before. I just be too like excited. Yeah. So I don't eat. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's a weird thing. Um, but I, usually, usually my friends like Treese is really good at that too. Mm-hmm. Like she'll come hey, up to shout me out like, to yeah, she'll come up to me like, Lauren, I got you something. Like just go ahead mm-hmm. and eat because she know I don't I. Yeah, I know. I I just be so like excited and making sure this is going right, and making sure you know my head is always somewhere. So it's just people that make sure I Good. get my food mm-hmm. like a little baby. Here's your it's yeah. lunchtime, Lauren. Right. <laughs> Here's a banana. Yes, and a little sandwich. Yes, there are people that do that for me. Yeah, it's normally it's never delegated, but my friends just know like. Can you eat something real quick? Right. Okay. Please. So you don't fall out. Yeah. Yeah. No, I understand that because it's like so much going on and like that's the last. It's like, oh, I can eat later. Oh, I can eat when it's over. Meanwhile, 12 hours later, you're sitting there like dehydrated. Yes. <laughs> going through it. <laughs> Not okay. So I remember you saying this might have been like a year ago or something. I feel like we were like just at Amber's house chilling and you were like, I, my goal is to have 20,000 people in a venue mm-hmm. is that just still your goal yes okay um soon mm-hmm. well i don't know about soon but or maybe it is will be soon yeah but it's just about getting in into places that it can accommodate mm-hmm. twenty thousand people or just i guess feeling the energy of ten thousand or twenty thousand mm-hmm. so like recently um the people over live nation detroit reached out to me to do a viewing okay. of uh, St. Andrews and Fillmore. And okay. so I was like, okay, well, this is the energy I've been wanting to attract. So I went and did walkthroughs mm-hmm. at uh, Fillmore and St. Andrews. And those hold, I think the Fillmore holds about 2,500 people. Okay. And St. Andrews holds about 1,000 plus. Mm-hmm. So that's bigger. Yeah. Um, but it's not 20,000. Mm-hmm. 20,000 is like arena level. Right. And so in order for me to do arena level, it's either I got to be with an artist who mm-hmm. can get in there and I'm kind of pushing them or some kind of way. Bring I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yes, that's still the goal. Um, I know this year I've probably touched it, not in one sitting, but this year we've probably touched a good 3,000. Okay. Which is, yeah, I think pretty good. But right. That's awesome. In one sitting, we're we going to get to that big level. So now it's, it's about happen. now it's about getting like a thousand plus mm-hmm. out somewhere. And I don't even know. I could do St. Andrews, but I think even me, I'm like nervous. Like, do I want to do St. Andrews? No, you yeah. shouldn't be. At this point, <laughs> I just feel like you should know whatever flyer that you drop, people are going to be yeah, like, oh, okay. Be, people be ready. Yeah. But like, I, every time I do something, like, even if it's outside of Turk and Tequila, I get scared. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, are people going to come? Yeah. Like, I do pretty good events. Mm-hmm. I give them a right, the right amount of love, but. Are people gonna come? Like, is yes. this a good week? Like, I I bug my friends. Like, is this a good weekend? You think people gonna like? Okay, mm-hmm. this is going on, or like Memorial Day is about to happen, or is it Memorial Day Labor Day? Which Labor Day. Labor Day is about to happen. You think after the weekend, mm-hmm. after people gonna still come out? No. All right, well we ain't gonna <laughs> do nothing that weekend, but maybe sometime that month we wanna do something, even mm-hmm. though that's like back to school time. Right. Like, so I'm always like, I'm really strategic about when. Yeah. 
win, win, win. Because mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, Detroit is a very small market for events, especially in our urban market. Mm-hmm. So I want to be careful about when I throw something versus when somebody else throws something. Yeah. Because I want, I want it to be love for everybody. Like this, our income. So I'm not, I'm not really trying to compete with you too much. I right. want you to make your money. I want to make my money, and I want to, you know, help people mm-hmm. create memories. Like that's always my goal. Like what a great mindset to have. Thanks. Collaboration over competition. Yeah, I don't like all the time. It. Unless on a holiday, it's a little easier to throw multiple events because you got a lot of people in town. Yeah. So like the day before Thanksgiving is a big day. Mm-hmm. Me and all my event friends threw parties on that day and all of us sold out. Mm-hmm. So it's just about when. But I also hear that you shouldn't throw anything on Christmas or around Christmas time because everybody want to be with their family. It's like, which one? I like? guess so. Yeah. But a Christmas party will be fun. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> so I just have because my birthday is like oh five yeah it days is before Christmas. So I just be like I want to throw something on my birthday. Mm-hmm. You know oh, a birthday party. I got What's an idea in the works, but this this one the tickets might be expensive. Okay. I mean, uh, if you're telling us now, and if it's supposed to be in December, mm-hmm. you have time. Save a dollar a day. That's all you need. But That's- they got a this. This birthday one that I might do, you got to come with the fits. Oh, say less. And <laughs> and the tickets might be $50 to $100. It's a, it's an event. So there's 30 days, in, 31 <laughs> days in August. Right. We're on the 10th, the 11th right now. You still have time. September. Y'all got, some of y'all can even save $2 a day. Right. So I don't want to hear if it. Use the digit app. I will send you my link. And okay. you can save that money by the end. It, but I feel like you also, like you just said, you definitely show love with like free tickets or like early bird ticket prices mm-hmm. or, and they always sell out. So people just, I mean, you got to be quicker than that. Yeah. That's all I have to say about it. But, but potentially for my birthday, you got, is you got to come with the fit. Like gowns? Like, yeah. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, you got to come with the fits. I love a gown. And I haven't done that type of an event. You know, for me, it's like, come as you are, mm-hmm. wear your gym shoes, wear your dirty clothes if yeah. you feel like it. But for this one, no. It's gonna, <laughs> It's a thing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to enforce a dress code. I, personally, I'm a fan of dress code. <laughs> but, this, but see, you get into the fit. Yeah. You get into the fit. Me, yeah. I be like, huh. <laughs> I got to dress up. Um, What was I about to say? The thing with dress codes, though, is like, Sometimes I don't follow them because I don't be liking other people to tell me what to do. Yeah. But like, and that's why I stay at home. Yes, but like, just know that I'm not gonna come looking crazy. Mm-hmm. You never have to worry about that. So, yeah. So I just have a few more before we're done for the day. Um. So something that I appreciate about you is that you challenge yourself to learn new things. So like, trying to get photos and videos done on your own. That is something that you could easily be like oh I'm gonna just get somebody else to do it but the fact that you actually want to learn and like figure it out for yourself is great so what motivates you to try to just like continue to elevate yourself that's like my one thing I like to do mm-hmm. is to learn like I'm bored if I'm not somewhere learning how to do something mm-hmm. so right now my biggest challenge is content creation like I started off just vlogging and using a little camera I got and I was, like, not satisfied with the quality of mm-hmm. the camera. And I was like, well, I got to go back to how I do my vlog. So I yeah. spent six months off just at YouTube University mm-hmm. learning how people record, mm-hmm. what's their setup, the colors, yeah. um, creating a unique story. And I was like, okay, well, I got a better camera. I've gotten a few cameras mm-hmm. since then. And now it's just about, you know, 
piecing those things together. And for me, uh, right now, the content creation aspect, it's like, it's so many things to learn yeah. about cameras in general that, like, I'm just, like, fa- fascinated. I'm fascinated uh, with just learning camera right now because mm-hmm. it's so many levels. Yeah. And so it's like, it's taking me so long mm-hmm. to learn how to master my colors. Yeah. But... I like it. Yeah, it has to know. get done. I just, I don't know if that's just a Sagittarius in me, but. I'm going to say yes, because I learned when we did the episode with um, Carly Dan, she was talking about Zodiac signs. And she mm-hmm. said that Sagittarians, I believe that's the word, mm-hmm. are always about like elevation. So she brought up um, Mia Ray, for example. She's like, mm-hmm. she's a Sagittarius. And you look at like how she started her Glamaholic brand, you know, in and the beginning and up to now, like. She said you guys are, like, all about, like, expansion and things yeah. like that. So if you haven't listened to that episode, <clears throat> go back and listen to it because it was just really interesting to learn about, like, different personality traits and oh. stuff. Your phone hates you. Yeah, I, <laughs> I have this time limit. I have this time limit on my Instagram. Hi, Mom. <laughs> hey, Mom's Mom. on my life right now. Oh, I have this time limit. So every 15. I reach my time limit for the day. So every 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. An alarm goes off, like, you're over your limit. Oh, you only want to be on Instagram for 15 minutes? An hour. But after that hour, every 15 minutes, the alert comes back. Okay. So every 15 minutes of, like, usage mm-hmm. or some sorts. But Yeah, I I tried. But I'm just like... But also, it's hard for me because that's what I do for work. Yeah, you do for, it for a living. And technically, that's what I do for a living, too, is right. social media. I do social media, marketing, advertising, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, whatever you want to call it. That's all the event. Yeah. is marketing on social media. Mm-hmm. But it's like, after the last work and tequila, I was like, I deleted everything from my <laughs> You did a break. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was so refreshing. And, like, it's exhausting. It's, it t- is. Twitter, Twitter is exhausting for me. Yes. the I go on there to laugh. And then sometimes, I saw something today. It was a video. Uh, yeah. I saw something today where I was just like, it's like something wrong with y'all. Man, what <laughs> people are like y'all. mean on yeah. Twitter. And they be making me sad. I'm like, these people I know, and you sitting up here commenting, B word, look at, are your nails ugly? You need to go yeah. get it. Like, she liked her nails. Right. Why are you coming for her and her nails? Leave her nails alone. I'm like, you sitting at home bored, just talking about people. And so that's the part about social I don't like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because everybody is everybody's big and bad on on social because nobody can see you really like you probably sitting at home with your wig off right okay that's why i started a vlog yeah i started a vlog because i wanted the people know that everything is not glamorous Man. and it takes it's a transition mm-hmm. from start to finish on how you elevate as your, uh, in personal and as professional yeah yeah that's the goal so i hope that's what people getting away from me because i do not want to come across as this glamorous man social media person uh, today i just posted look at y'all y'all keep i'm tired of y'all calling me a celebrity and my bumper falling off my car <laughs> mine too i'm tired of y'all like leave me alone i was gonna say that i was like oh our cars look the same man like <laughs> i have bungee cords literally holding up my <laughs> bumper right now and i'm like hopefully let me tell you people- so so i just learned yesterday Friday, my uncle had came up and he was like, "Yeah, you know you could use Gorilla Glue." Oh, and somebody else just DM me like, "Yeah, I Gorilla Glue my bumper back together." And it stayed. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> That's. <laughs> I have to so look into Gorilla Glue. Okay, because he used like this tape. <clears throat> 
if y'all saw my car right now, you would not even believe that it was mine. Um, <laughs> it humbles me. Um, it really does because it lets me know, like, you on your way, but you're not there yet. So um, he used, like, this really strong tape. It's gray. It almost looks like duct tape, but it's mm-hmm. not. But, like, I mean, it's withstood, like, rain. It's just now starting to peel off, but it's been on there for over a year. But, mm. yeah, I just... <laughs> my bumper been hanging okay. for a year hanging hanging and i don't even care it's still on there so yesterday it was funny because i had got out the car where was i going just running errands and i looked in like the left side was like coming off again and so i was just like let me just try to push it back <laughs> and then i was like but i know it's not gonna fall off because the bungee cords are all right <laughs> so it's okay yeah me and that car his name is Carlito. We've been through a lot. Carly, mine is Car- Dory. Yep, Carlito. Me and Carlito. Oh, Carlito. Because mm-hmm. oh. it's Carlito's way. Like he has. <laughs> anyway, wow. we could talk about this all day. <laughs> I have been through some things <laughs> with that car. Um. So my next question is: If you were to plan an event and you did not have to worry about a budget, what would it look like? Ooh. It would be the biggest parking tequila in the world. Mm-hmm. It would be outdoors. It would be one of them like. 20 foot stages that's like really high up mm-hmm. i would have meg the stallion come yeah right because she's um, hating on us every everybody who is like a hot girl right now would mm-hmm. be like on a bill like with an unlimited budget everybody mm-hmm. everybody we would have meg the stallion we had the city girls we would have light skin keisha i want more people to know about <laughs> light skin keisha i only um, know her one song but see that song has been out for a long time okay and so last year i would have djs play it and nobody would like move mm-hmm. and like now you hear it again this year and it's like because it's been on the radio oh okay people are like mm-hmm. all right i hear you but like she's been around okay and she got some bops Okay, I'm going to have to listen because this other podcast I talk about, I mean, I listen to, they talk about her all the time. And I'm like, I need to get into her. She a, she a thing. Listen to Light Skin Keisha. Um, yeah, we'll have all the hot girls. It would be the biggest outdoors working tequila with the biggest stage. Mm-hmm. It would have like 100,000 just on sound. Okay. Like sound development and like the people who are making sure that, because I love good sound, mm-hmm. like the best speakers. Best speakers, best subs, those suspended sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, it would have a jumbotron. That said, like, turkey tequila, and it, like, danced. I love a jumbotron. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It would dance. It would It would be doing things. And this was all outdoor. Yeah. So you would have to have a very crazy generator system. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It would just be a very good. big outdoor. Because, like, to get Heart Plaza right now, you, they want, like, $10,000. That's just for the space. You know what I'm saying? That's not even their insurance. You right. have at least, you probably got to have $5 million in insurance over there. That is. You got to have paramedics on site. You got to okay, have. Yeah. And that's just low end. That's mm-hmm. not including aesthetics and the people you want involved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so events, they. Let's start a GoFundMe. Period. <laughs> for the world's biggest person. <laughs> you would bring in millions. <laughs> So who would you want to personal assist personally assist? Yes, come on, adverbs. I'm sorry. I've been talking like <laughs> I don't know English today. Um, but who if you could pick somebody that you would want to assist for a day, who would it be? Diddy. Really? Yeah. I'm a fan of Diddy and mm-hmm. I've always wanted to work under Diddy. So now like this this year I've been making it my goal to like whatever I do, just tag Diddy. Mm-hmm. Like my real friends know my biggest goal is to be on a yacht. With Diddy, yeah, doing a Diddy bop, the bop. Mm-hmm. okay. That's I it. I can see that for you. 
Okay, put it in my universe. I mean, okay. you said it out. I believe in words. You said it out loud, so it's yours. Yes. So it's one day happen. I will be working with Diddy. Okay. Um, maybe we'll be partnering. Yeah. As a tequila brand, right? You know what I'm saying, right, right. But a friend of mine recently was like, "Stop asking him from for. Stop asking him for help, and ask how you can help him." Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be my next route. Okay. I love it. And I got people that know him, and I've been, like, texting them, like, can you just text him and tell him to... Right. You know, I know rappers, so it's like, tell him to read his DM for me. Right. Like, what's the hold up? Just give me the number one time and just be like, oh, I accidentally (laughs) shared your contact with the stranger. Period. (laughs) So, but we're going to get to him soon. I'm I'm very much so in the energy of Diddy and Hove. They're not far from me. Mm -mm. They are... Diddy and Hove are both two phone calls away from me. Okay. I believe in six degrees of separation. Mm-hmm. We're all six degrees. We're six people away from who we need to meet. No, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. I'm two calls, uh, two calls away from Diddy. Two. You got this in the bag. Yeah. So. I'm excited. Just don't forget about me. Okay, okay I got you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. So what does it mean for you to be a damsel in Detroit? Ooh. My favorite question to ask. She's just, she's just very respected right now. I keep my poise. Mm-hmm. I don't think I... You know, go too far off in my realm of being um, a nasty person of sorts. Um, I'm very stuck in what I want to do. I'm very sure about what I want to do. I'm not trying to go in anybody else's lane. I'm not trying to take the hot girl title. Mm -hmm. I'm just a woman who's myself, who understands who I am. And I'm very transparent about who I am. Mm -hmm. Love it. Thank you. And lastly, where can people connect with you on social? Connect with Lo. C O N N E C T W I T H L O on Instagram. And then also www.connectwithlo.com. You can reach out to me on my website as well as book book me for events or personal assisting. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's connectwithlo underscore on yes. Twitter. Yes. Mm hmm. Well, thanks, girl. Thank you for having me. Darling. I have fun. I, I hope too. you have fun. I did. I'm sorry your live was tripping on you. Oh no, we we got it back. Are up we back? Every okay. <laughs> and the last one I had, did had 24 people, so that's Ooh. that's progress. I never <laughs> go live on Instagram because I'm just like, it feel like you're talking to yourself. Yes. Every now and then, when I'm like working at my computer, I bring up my live. Okay. And like, I'll just talk to people. Like, I'm doing my last minute stuff with working tequila, y'all. Mm-hmm. This what it look like. Mm-hmm. So, but I've been trying to get more comfortable with like talking on screen. Yeah. Because I'm a vlogger. Right. And so when I was vlogging originally, I didn't like talk like talking to the camera. Mm-hmm. But now, like I've learned, like it's not bad talking on my phone. Okay. And so I had a big dog camera and I recently just got a small camera where I can see myself talking and it makes yeah. me a little bit more uncomfortable. Okay. So I'm just trying to get Yeah, into I love talking on my stories, but yeah. on my live, I don't know. We're going to have to, we'll experiment a little. Just do it like one day when you don't have nothing to do and you want to like try something new. Mm-hmm. It's not that bad. Y'all better watch. <laughs> and like I'd be like, what's going on y'all? And I make them ask questions. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll have to try it. Well, thanks for coming. No problem. I had a good time. I learned a lot. And I hope everybody listening also learned a lot. Yes. Um, So as always, I want you to remember that Detroit girls do it better. And we will be back next week. Ooh. Ooh. Peace out, y'all. Bye.